This is Birth Confidential with TJ. Thanks for checking out Birth Confidential. If you get a chance, please rate and review it wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others find the podcast that could potentially help them as well. This episode is with Kate. She's had both a hospital birth and a home birth and talks about her experiences with both. And she also talks about using this high-dose vitamin C protocol throughout her pregnancy and the Bradley method, both that she says were game changers. It's really interesting. My name is Kate Joyner. Um, I'm married. I have an eight-year-old daughter and then struggled with secondary infertility. We saw it um, before we got pregnant with my second. Uh, We went to a fertility clinic and they said, oh, you're probably never going to get pregnant unless you go to our finance office right now and you sign these papers and then we'll probably get you pregnant. Um, So my husband and I went for a second opinion and they were like, no, you're good. They ran every test under the sun and they're like, you guys are both good and healthy. Um, try it on your own and see what happens. And so we did. And we got pregnant with my son, Forrest, who's now seven weeks old. Oh, congrats. Thank you. He's pretty great. Did you do fertility clinic with your first child? I didn't. Um, the second one, I'm a little bit older now. Um, it's been, you know, eight, almost nine years since I'd had my first. And so I just kind of on a whim, I had heard some celebrity talking about uh, her struggles with infertility and we were about the same age. I thought, well, I better go get check just to make sure. And when I went, they did uh, an ultrasound that day and they were like, oh, you don't have any eggs. There's no eggs left, but we can probably help you get a few more. There might be one or two left. Come this way to our finance office, sign on the dotted line and we'll help you with this process. And I called my husband and I was like, I'm shocked right now because we're both really healthy adults. And I'm like, I I don't know what's going on. And he has a medical background. So he was like, what? They only did the one test. This doesn't make sense. So we got a second opinion and they ran every test possible. And they're like, no, you're good. There's no issues. (laughs) You guys shouldn't have any problems. And that was the case. We got pregnant without intervention. And how old were you when you were going to this infertility clinic? We started, I guess I was like 33, maybe 34. Um, And then we took some time from trying, we took some time off and then went for a second opinion before we started again because we wanted to make sure everything would be healthy and and good to go. I guess I was 35 when I got pregnant. I guess they consider 35 geriatric, right? Around 35. Right. Which That's is so silly. You're so young. Yeah. <laughs> it's so young. And we're both really healthy. And um, so we were surprised, but we ended up working with a midwife to do home birth. And I, I asked her, I'm like, well, because of my geriatric age, will this be an issue? And she's like, That's hogwash. You're fine. Yeah. That's not a concern for you guys. So we had no problems doing it at home. Did you do a home birth with your first child? I didn't. With my first, I had the full medical experience. She was electively induced because I was so tired of being pregnant. I was huge and uncomfortable. And so I was electively induced, had the epidural. I had a great experience at the hospital. No problems, no complications, no tears, no anything. It was great. But for the second, uh, when COVID happened, uh, we knew we were not going to be able to be compliant with the hospital's requirements. There's no way I was going to labor in a mask or have limited people in the room with me uh, or any of that. We wanted my daughter there. She wanted to be there. It was important for her. I wanted my mother-in-law, believe it or not. She's mm-hmm. uh, she was a huge support. She was there when the baby was born at home. And so we just knew that we couldn't be compliant with any hospital's requirements because we got pregnant right at the start of COVID. So people were really unsure what was happening. The yeah. rules were really strict. Um, I wanted him to go to appointments with me. 
And so that couldn't happen through a traditional OB. So we reached out and got a midwife and made it very clear from the start, this is a family affair and we want the family there. That's a non-negotiable for us. So if that can't happen, you know, we'll have to find somebody else. Uh, and she was very accommodating. My daughter and my husband went to every appointment. My daughter's eight, so she's at that age where she kind of understands what's going on and uh -huh. she wants to be a mom. So it was cool for her to get to experience all the appointments and, and birth on our own terms was important to us. So I didn't want to be poked and prodded and checked at every appointment and go through a big process. I'm good. <laughs> so yeah. she didn't make us do any of that. Uh, we were in complete control the whole time. That was really important to both my husband and I. So um, we just decided to do it at home with the midwife and it was great. So now I've had both experiences, fully medical and then fully natural. 100% natural is the way to go, in my opinion. I healed so much quicker. I was up roller skating in two weeks at the park. Wow. Um, I didn't have any tears, any issues, which I didn't with my first either, to, to be fair. Uh, but the birth was a lot more traumatic. And at home, man, it was quick and pretty easy. I mean, intense, but easy. Yeah. Well, did you have any fears about if there were an emergency, what you would do at that point? I really didn't. One, because we live in the Nashville area. So we have phenomenal hospitals, 15 minutes in any direction. And two, having the baby at the hospital doesn't mean that nothing will happen in an emergency situation yeah. anyway. Um, hospitals don't prevent emergencies or complications. And sometimes, in some cases, they can cause them, in my experience. So we weren't concerned about that at all. We have great medical resources pretty much at our fingertips, you know, in any yeah. direction. There's a hospital 15 minutes away. Plus, my husband has a medical background, and we had a midwife there, and we have a couple doctors that live on our cul-de-sac, so worst-case scenario. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's convenient. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And my mother-in-law, like I said, she was here when the baby was born, and she was a labor and delivery nurse for many years, so I felt very supported with a medical team. Um, ready to go. And hospitals don't prevent emergencies. That's we, true. We felt pretty yeah. confident. Absolutely. Did you just go to the doctor to see if you could start trying and there was nothing wrong or were you all trying and not getting pregnant? Um, a little of both. My entire life, all I wanted to be is a good mom and mom to multiples. My husband wanted to be a dad as well. So it was hard on us at first. So we took some time off and then decided to get a second opinion. A girlfriend recommended a doctor, Dr. Murphy in Chattanooga, and we made the drive down there and it was great. Our care was great. He was very straightforward with us. He ran every test under the sun just to ease my mind. He would be surprised if he found any issues and that was the case. After that, we tried to get pregnant um, and it worked. Nice. <laughs> Less stress. Yeah. Why did you wait so long? If your oldest is eight, did you want that much of a gap between children? I didn't at first. It's ended up being such a great blessing because she's so good with her baby brother uh, and she's been such a part of it. The whole experience that that's been really special for her to like really conceptualize what's going on and understand it. Um, but I was married previously to her dad and then we got divorced and my husband and I, we've been married now for two years. Okay, so yeah. um, getting pregnant in that time would not have been ideal in between the two marriages for me personally, it would not have been ideal. <laughs> yeah. So <Fair>. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own, but for me, it would not have worked out well. So During the home birth, what all did you prepare for? Uh, well, one thing I did was a high dose of vitamin C protocol, the Dr. Kleiner protocol was a game changer. And let me preface by saying I'm not a doctor or a medical professional, so do your own research, reach out, etc. Um, but for me, I had found through a friend 
this protocol, and it's high dose of vitamin C. So your first trimester is five grams, second is 10 grams, third gram is 15 grams of vitamin C daily, which sounds like a lot, and it is a lot. I think when we got pregnant, started with the midwife, she suggested, I think three grams total. I think I could be off on that. Uh, but when I asked her about high dosing, she was like, I don't know, but, you know, let, let me look into it a little bit more. And I gave her Dr. Kleiner's information and his study that he found with pregnancy and vitamin C. And she said, yeah, I feel comfortable with you following that. So that's what I did. And it was such a game changer. I felt amazing. Um, I gained probably close to 100 pounds, which is typical with my pregnancy. I did it with my first two, um, but I didn't have a single stretch mark and I got huge. I had such an easy time. I felt great. Um, even my skin and my teeth felt better. I don't know how to explain it, but it just all around, I felt great. I had a ton of energy. Um, I didn't have any stress that I'd had before. So when the birth happened, uh, one thing with vitamin C is that it can help reduce or prevent hemorrhaging after. I didn't bleed hardly at all. I think postpartum, I only bled for maybe a week at that. Um, I felt great. I hopped up immediately. I had no medication. I think after birth, I'd taken one Advil and then I was very concerned that it would pass on to the baby and kind of stressed out about it. Mm -hmm. So I stopped taking it. Uh, but I felt really good. So um, that was a game changer. It helped my skin and the elactis the elactis oh, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, electricity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, that helped with that. I didn't have any tearing at all. Uh, I felt wow. wonderful. So that really helped. I prepared by taking that. And I had almost a 10-pound baby. He was wow. 9 pounds, 8 ounces, 23 inches long, um, unmedicated. And labor was so quick and very fast and pretty easy, like I said. So it was, uh, I, I really contribute a lot of that to the high dose of vitamin C. Is that given with a pill or intravenously? I took it uh, in a powder form. Hmm. That's the way I felt most comfortable, especially since it's daily. I wasn't really interested in, in taking it any other way. Um, I took the, the vitamin tablet I got off Amazon, you know, like nature's best brand or something like that. And it was fine, but it was a lot of pills to swallow. They don't yeah. come in like, you know, 15 grand pills. How many pills is that? Right. That would have been a lot. So actually, I'm finishing mine right now, but I put it in a little drink of water and just take it down. Um, it's, it tastes like lemon. You know, it's very citrusy. So I put it in a flavored water and just drink it that way. Um, five grams yeah. at a time is what I do. Uh, I still continue to take it because I felt so great and it's been so good for me. Um, so I still take it even after pregnancy. And Dr. Kleiner found that he studied 300 women and they followed this protocol and it was really a game changer for them. Their healing was better. Their recovery time was quicker. Their skin was great. They're, you know, really diminished or reduced the signs of um, stretch marks, which is important to some people, me included. Yeah. He had one of the first successful quadruplet births in the Southeast um, through this protocol. So I did that. And then the Bradley method was really great too. It's like husband coach childbirth. Uh, that was really a game changer, big time. Okay, so explain that a little bit more to me because I'm not familiar with that. Sure, we read this book that was recommended by a friend, but it's Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way. It's from, I guess he started 1948, 1950. Uh, and it's really just partner coached, in our case, husband, to work through it with you together. So we learned about relaxation techniques. My husband read the book. I read the book. We read it at the same time. Uh, and it would teach different relaxation and breathing methods, different massage methods, and really focused on 
the process of birth and how natural this really is and how a lot of times if you go to the hospital and you start one intervention like Pitocin, that may lead to another intervention like an epidural, which may lead to another intervention like a C-section if you're not progressing in the way the hospital sees fit. Uh-huh. So we didn't want to do it that way. We wanted it to do it our way and the natural way. Uh, that worked really well for us. So sometimes, you know, if you get stalled, I was technically in labor, I think for about two weeks, it would kind of start and then taper uh-huh. off, but I felt fine. I was up moving around. Uh, but if I would have gone to the hospital at, you know, three or five centimeters dilated, probably would have been on Pitocin, probably would have gone through the whole process. Whereas we didn't have to do that. Um, I labored at home. Then when it was go time, it happened quick. It was like an hour and a half and he was here, <laughs> even being that big. Wow. Um, With all of this natural stuff, did you and your husband talk about this beforehand? Like, I want to do it completely different or was it because of COVID or were you like, I've learned more because I'm older now? Kind of all of the above. I think it all played a part. One being older, being 10 years older almost, um, that made a difference. COVID definitely made a difference Mm -hmm. um, because like I said, we just knew we could not be compliant with their requirements. There was no way it was going to be such a hassle. Uh, after researching and studying, my husband has a medical background. He has some history there. So he's seen the good, the bad, and the ugly from the medical side. Um, I have two in the hospital setting. And we both knew that we just weren't interested in that and that we have enough knowledge and empowerment to do it ourselves and at home. And so he was 100% on board, sometimes more than I was. because so I was like, nice. I don't know, maybe I do want an epidural. Maybe I, can I get gas? Like, is laughing gas a thing at home? Like, what can I do? He's like, you've got it. You can do it. You know, so sometimes he was more of a driving force than I was. What was your biggest difference between having a baby in the hospital and at home? Like, I mean, other than the obvious, you know, you're at home and in in the hospital and you have more control. Time. With my first uh, being induced, it was a 12 hour labor Um, and labor was good. I had a great medical team. They did a fantastic job, but I was really tired by the end of it. I had labored for so long and it was exhausting. So by the time I had the baby, I was already worn out. And Mm -hmm. so that really drained my batteries. And I had to have more interventions in the hospital. At home, there were no interventions. It happened so fast. uh, And I felt great. I popped out of that pool, went to bed, and then I was up walking around. They were like, you might want to take it a little easy. You just have a 10 pound baby. Just take a second. (laughs) Um, But I felt great. And recovery time was next to nothing. Like I was up and ready to go. So I think that was the biggest difference and being comfortable. I'm a very modest person and not having every nurse during shift change come and check me and poke me and prod me. Uh, My midwife was laughing when she got here. Uh, I was still in my underwear and she's like, you have to take those off. And I was like, I don't have to do anything. I'm leaving them on. (laughs) She's like, you have to take these undies off. And I'm like, I'm not taking them off. Pull them to the side, which was so dumb in retrospect. But at the time that was really important to me. Yeah. Um, So she honored that. And I didn't have to get, you know, a cervical check or any of that um, because at the hospital, she also had a a student with her at the hospital. So she would check me and then the student would check me. And really your dilation really doesn't tell you a lot until it's go time. You can be three or five centimeters dilated for a long time before anything happens. And then it can happen quick. So it doesn't just go, you know, every 30 minutes you dilate or whatever. It can really stall and then happen quick. Uh, so there's really no need to, to check all that, which was great. 
So not getting poked and prodded at their schedule was really wonderful. And being able to, you know, maintain some control and modesty was important to me. I totally get that. After having the two totally different experiences, I am a firm believer in natural. And like I said, I was a little nervous because, I mean, who wants to be in pain, especially labor pain, uh, when epidurals are a great and amazing thing? But after reading about it so much, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try it. And worst case scenario, I can always go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. In fact, I looked at my husband at one point. I said, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I think I want to go to the hospital. <laughs> and he said, oh, honey, you've passed that time. Like the baby is yeah. coming right now. You're not getting an epidural. And it was a very intense pain, but it was over so quick. I would do it again in a heartbeat. In fact, we want to have another baby right away. So even the pain of natural childbirth did not deter me in any way. Like I'm ready. I'm so ready to hopefully get to experience it again. <laughs> Isn't that funny how we're like go through this pain or like at a traumatic birth and I'm like, I'd probably do it again. It's like you almost forget how traumatic it was or even the pain a little bit. Right. Like, oh. And I had seen too many Instagram stories of home birth and thought I was going to have like this beautiful silent oh, birth. Oh gosh, yeah. We'd prep my daughter for that. I was like, it's going to be, I just want quiet, relaxing all this stuff. And my husband was like, Oh, okay, whatever you say, babe, that's what you want to do. I'll support you, but don't get too attached to that. And then I, I don't typically curse in my day to day life. And my daughter, that's what stood out to her the most. That's what she tells people when she meets them. If, if we're talking about birth, she's like, and mama said the F word. <laughs> Out of everything that she could remember. Seriously. <laughs> she remembers. <laughs> Kids are so um, funny like that. They strangest things stick out to them. So cute. That's what she remembers the most. Yeah. It happened so quick. I couldn't get into like the zone. The Bradley method talks about like breathing methods and way to um, you know, work through it, relaxation techniques, all the stuff. I had like all these Zen podcasts pulled up. Uh uh-uh. It happened so fast. I didn't have any time. I mean, I climbed in that pool and pushed and the baby was here. So there, there was uh, lots of words being said. I was asking for Jesus's help and forgiveness all in the same breath. <laughs> so funny. How did you prepare your daughter for what was coming? Sure. We told her at first um, that I was probably going to be yelling and there might be some blood and, uh, you know, that it's not uh, a clean experience, that it's it, it can be messy both emotionally and physically and it can be chaotic and that it can also be boring. We have planned for a six to 12 hour labor. So during that time, you're going to be bored. You're going to have to read books, but you're going to have to stay quiet and calm. And if you don't want to do that, you can go to any of our neighbors. You can go to grandma and grandpa's, you can go to whomever, but you'll have to stay quiet and calm during that time. So I prepared her for that. Um, she had seen pictures and stuff. Uh, so she was kind of prepared and I asked her how involved do you want to be like what do you want to see what do you not want to see where you at and so I kind of gauged her interest to make sure uh, that it wouldn't be too traumatizing for her and that it wouldn't be too mature she's an eight-year-old little girl she's innocent I didn't want to you know involve her in the in grown-up business so she knows how babies are born but she doesn't really know where they come from yeah my my daughter she was like I go look at this picture when you were in mommy's tummy and her eyes got about this big and she's like you ate me <laughs> she thought I ate her and that's how she got in my tummy and I was like I'm not exactly well she knows how they come out for sure because she was there for that um, but I've mentioned to her before I'm like well I made you in my belly and she's like mm, God made me in your belly and I'm like he did but I made you in my belly and she's like God put me there and made you so she has really no concept of anything past it and we're okay with that right yeah. now you know she's only eight but yeah, so we had kind of prepared her that way. 
And then at first I told her I'd probably do a lot of yelling. And then I decided, you know what, it's probably going to be more silent. That's kind of my goal is like a calm, silent birth. So we prepared her for that. So she really had an expectation of both. We had a photographer there and in all the pictures, she's like holding her ears. And I kept asking her like, is Amelia okay? Is she scared? Is she scared about what's going on? And they're like, no, she's annoyed. She says you're being too extra. <laughs> I was yelling so much. <laughs> that's hilarious she's like you don't need to be yelling and you're cursing and like what is happening so um she took off she was in a different part of the house and then heard me say oh god he's coming and she ran in there because she was born in the room in our bedroom and she ran in there and she's like this and all the pictures and just so excited and when they put him on my chest the baby the minute she went oh he's so cute or something along those lines and the baby lifted up his head and looked straight at her I'm not even kidding you it was the most amazing thing so she's partly convinced that's her baby and we just get to be a part of raising it but she is very protective in fact I'm watching her walk around with him right now she just went outside to rock him in the hammock but she's very much involved and that's her baby in her opinion she's quite annoyed that she has to share him with us (laughs) that's adorable are you going to continue to take the vitamin c maybe forever I think so. Um, From the benefits that I've seen personally, it's been such a great experience that, yeah, I think I'm kind of in it to win it at this point. My daughter takes it. um, She doesn't like it as much. She's not as consistent with it. She'll take it when she feels like it. And that's fine. Um, I take it pretty religiously every day. My husband is suffering from allergies right now. I'm like, get the vitamin C. (laughs) So he'll take it when I pressure him into it, you know. Um, it's been great for me. I've started, my mother-in-law takes it. I have a few friends that have gotten pregnant uh, recently and I've recommended it to them and they've started taking it because it's just such a great thing. I didn't have any issues. I did have STD where your hips separate a little too soon. I had that later on, but again, I gained a hundred pounds and he was almost a 10 pound baby. So yeah, not to be expected. It's a lot of pressure on your hips, but he was born great. And the midwife had said that she'd never seen a placenta that was that intact. It came out so whole and strong. Um, it was really incredible. Like, and the cord was so thick. He was just so healthy. His color was beautiful. He was never blue. He came out just pink and like happy and it's crazy. Um, he was also born at 42 weeks. So he was very mature. Uh-huh. <laughs> we joked that yeah. I gave birth to a toddler. He was so old already. <laughs> yeah. um, but he's just been such a healthy, happy baby. And when Amelia was born, that was not the case. She was healthy, but there was just, she was very colicky and um, just a, kind of a challenge. And we haven't had that at all this go around. So whether that's due to the no, you know, medication or drugs or vitamin C or what, I don't know, but I'm very thankful to have a much easier time this go around for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know that I've met anyone that's done hospital first and then a home birth after. It's so interesting that you have both those experiences and I can tell hands down, you prefer the home birth and what a night and day experience you had. Yeah, it really was. And like I said, we had a great medical experience at the hospital. Um, I'm glad that that's an option yeah. that we have safe and available medical care. I'm so thankful for that. And I'm even more thankful that we didn't have to utilize that at all, that we could just do it at home in the comfort of our home and do it our way. Do so you nice. see like a traditional pediatrician? We don't. I mean, we do see a pediatrician, um, but we ended up with a doctor that believes in medical choice and medical freedom and autonomy. Um, That was kind of difficult to find someone that would respect our wishes, but we found one, sorry, the uh, Cole family practice here in Nashville and the surrounding area. 
Um, and they've been really great. They're all about educated choices and really mm-hmm. support whatever you feel is best as the parent that is your baby and you should be able to make medical decisions. And we didn't have that experience with Amelia uh, and we weren't as empowered then for sure. I'm a firm believer in medical care, but uh, I'm yeah. a firm believer in informed choice. And I don't feel with my first pregnancy, I was informed of anything. It was, this is our checklist. This is what you're going to follow. These are the shots you're going to get. These are the tests we're going to do. This is the process. And you're going to be here at 530 AM and you're going to follow this checklist. And I was like, okay, okay, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so with COVID, we're like, we can't follow this checklist. There's, I'm not doing it. (laughs) It's not even that I can't, I'm just not, Um, there's no way I can abide by this. And it's your facility and I respect that. So I just will opt out completely. Um, and it was yeah. the best choice I ever made for us. So uh, I know a lot of terrible things happened with COVID, but for our family, it was such a blessing because it totally changed our experience. Um, I don't know that I would have felt as empowered to do it on my own and to research on my own and go through the process if I hadn't um, been forced with that choice. <laughs> to be your best every day, You need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.